Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome, Matt, <laughs> to T for Two. That's right. It is our best friend podcast, <clears throat> where we talk about whatever the fellatio we want. Kishan and I were just discussing how it's amazing that in Almost how many episodes are we? Seventy something episodes. Seventy something. We have not used fellatio as an opening yeah. f word. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if we haven't. Yeah, but don't, you know don't die hard here for two archivists. Yeah. Go help someone yeah. go and look through the episodes and let us know Correct. if we've used sure, it before. Somewhere out there, they're writing down every effort they use in their diary. You know. Yeah. Then they realize, eh, alamak. Those, those people need to be like locked away. <laughs> If you, if you are such a person, right? Yeah. I, I, I worry about you. I worry also. Please don't lah. Please go and like find a hobby. Stamps. Stamps. No, what, you know what? What if T42 is someone's hobby? That's <laughs> <laughs> grim, sis. It's, it's not grim. even our hobby. <laughs> like, not... it's taken us so long to make this fucking episode. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. It's been like, what? More than a month? More than a month. Goodness. Why is it taking us so long? I don't know. There's, I guess, an inertia. There is, isn't there? It's a bit of an inertia, and then there's just a lot of other things are happening in our lives, last sister. Okay, I don't think it's because I've lost interest in this podcast. Oh, absolutely it's not, not. It's not. It's still a joy to to it come is. and record it. It's yeah. just like life has taken over. Yeah, li- life, life just it's, is lah. Oh my, what's that song? When love takes over, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit like that, lah. You know, when life takes over, you just have to do life. What's taken over your life lately? Oh, just I mean, don't say work. <laughs> <laughs> work. It's, it's truly, it's truly just that. The start of the year is always very busy, right? Mm. So there's that. I mean, there's also like a lot of emotional things that I'm going through, okay. right? Like a bit of a depressive state, of right? Course, I mean, yes. so that also kind of. Feeds to the inertia a bit, yeah. feeds into the inertia a bit. So of course it's a bit tough, lah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I look forward to this though. Like w- when we decide to do it, I like always like get very hyped up to do yeah, this. Yeah, but it's the deciding to do it. Yes. That's, oh my god. It's like sometimes it's like no. The last thing I have energy to do is sit here and talk shit for like one hour. hour. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's really just the energy. You know what else it might be? I think it's also right. This podcast started as a pandemic podcast. Yeah. And now. <laughs> By all accounts, yeah. At Droscon Green. Droscon? Is it Doscon or Droscon? <laughs> Doscon. Doscon. La. Droscon is who? Droscon is I don't Droscon know. is your Eurasian neighbor. <laughs> Docus Droscon. Yeah, now that we are at Doscon Green, yeah. it's like the pandemic is officially over. Yeah, it's over. Like so does it mean that I mean <gasps> I feel like okay, it's significant to mark this, right? That yeah. the podcast is now out of its pandemic era. Correct. Is it still fit for purpose? Yeah. <laughs> Do we still need to make this podcast? Oh my god. Do people still need it? Yeah, guys. You know, it's like the origin of this podcast was to keep ourselves amused. It was truly and to pandemic keep people project. company when we were all locked up inside our houses. Yeah. 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 And then now that we can wear our masks on public tra- oh, we don't need to wear don't masks on wear public transport. It's like Yeah. Oh yeah. Need or not. Do you think it's time to like wrap things up? Oh my god, I just got a huge like level of anxiety Did about you? this. Yeah. Do you feel like we need to wrap this up? I don't know. I feel okay. like a part of me is like, maybe we're due for a season break soon. No, yeah. that that I'm okay I with. I mean, I say season break fully aware that like, we've been taking season breaks between episodes at Girl, this point. Girl, we, we take like month-long, like yeah. month-long breaks we should, yeah, Welcome to T42, the annual podcast. <laughs> you know, we talked about this on the podcast ages ago, right? Like what happens after the pandemic. Yeah. So we're seeing it now, right? What's happening after the pandemic? Like, Nightlife in Singapore is exploding. Yeah. Like every I'm out every weekend partying. And yeah. there's parties every weekend. The spring back is crazy. The spring back is crazy. People yeah. are revenge partying. People are revenge traveling. Oh my god, is that a term? Revenge. Revenge partying. partying. Revenge no, it's revenge X. Ah. So the term is like when you to like, make up for lost ah, time. To make up for lost time, people wow. are just revenge X. So revenge, like traveling, revenge shopping, whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. I wonder if like the kids who lost the the you know, the precious uh, early teens where they during the COVID period. Oh, revenge adolescence. Are they, are they revenge like 
imparting to the max. Okay. Yeah. I think they are. And Mommy they, power to them. So, but they are also at a very delicate phase of their lives right now. Really? Because like they never party for two years, two, three years, right? And then now they're coming out, they don't know what clubbing is. So they'll accept anything, right? <laughs> they'll accept anything. So I think like, N- the nightlife scene has a responsibility to kind of try and like it's you know it's tabula rasa right I get what you if mean if we were unhappy with nightlife before COVID we have an opportunity now to change the narrative guys Sh- sure but I think people would not want to take on that, that, that responsibility over like just cashing in yeah. and bring the most basic I don't know because these, these kids are so blur right you yeah. could literally just bring them into like a hair salon and play Britney Spears <laughs> and they would think that's clubbing you know that's <laughs> That's how naive they are. <laughs> That's how naive they are. They don't know. Oh no, so put they. Yeah, they don't know. But I'm glad that they're partying hard or they at least have the urge to want to party hard. I don't know. You know? Uh, Good for them, lah. Because make up for lost time, sisters. Yeah, 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 Just yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's a bit like kisiao already. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that this will we will hit a plateau? Confirm one, right? I don't know if we'll hit a plateau or like the next like a, a war will come, lah. <laughs> You know how like the Roaring Twenties was basically like after the Spanish flu and World War People, one, just, people went, just, like, just went nuts, right? And then they all got hit by the Great Depression and war. Oh and my it's God. like it's coming, girl. Yeah. Like I feel we shouldn't be optimistic. And really it's like it's calm before this the storm. War this thing. is war it's coming. Yeah, this it's coming. war thing. What was the, it the, you were telling me earlier tonight? Yeah, so uh so like apparently uh, America has asked all its American citizens to leave Russia and if they're planning to go to Russia they just said just don't go and they just left it at that which made me immediately think of like what's gonna happen and of course I'm just guessing here but thoughts of like is America gonna go on the offensive is, is, or is Russia gonna do something really bad to Americans that are there it just really popped into my head and it made me think the worst of what could possibly happen that, that also sounds like wow these content called creators who's like um can't say now <laughs> can't say now I can't I got something like up yeah. my sleeve I just I'm so excited to tell you I can't you just gotta watch this space that's America right yeah that's America you just gotta watch this space but something big is coming <laughs> yeah oh but that's terrifying but it's terrifying the last thing we we all need is a freaking war just uh, right out of a pandemic it, it's really like are we really back at that era when it's like um the Axis powers versus the Allies again. Oh my god, this story is so it's old. It's so old <laughs> because like what well, like the stupid Chinese surveillance balloon floating into America <laughs> airspace was just like really like it was really the last straw for me. I was like, can, can guys can we stop? Actually how can did we it, how did it fly into American airspace? I'm I'm quite How do you curious. think it was piloted there <laughs> la? It's a lot it's, of distance eh? It's yeah, a balloon. It's just it, they it's just been floating there. Then they say, okay, okay. Uh, still busy. Ah, America. And then like, <laughs> it gets shot down. And then it oh. becomes now, it's just like diplomatic spat. Yeah. Tensions are so high. Tensions are high. It's, it's actually quite, it's quite scary. You know, I keep thinking if war comes to the region, right, Kishan? I like, don't want... We will get activated, eh? Uh, we are NS men, like, can we faster turn... Oh, that is a question, right? When we turn 40, do we get, like, are we disqualified from war? Actually, I don't think so. If let's say it really, like, shit hits the fan and a country needs its people to get activated I think whether you are military trained or not it just goes out the window it's just like who can do the work think about when World War 1 hit I mean we are very far from that now like like in terms of technology but when shit is the fan and you need people yeah, you need yeah, people yeah, yeah. Ah. if people invade Singapore right will 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 we line the streets and throw Molotov cocktails at the invading forces I mean <sighs> will, we, will, will we will we will Singaporeans like you know, actually, you know what? I, I've thought about this uh, in in the light of the Ukraine thing. No, like, yeah. would I actually step up and would help my country in some sort of way? At first, I'd be like, I don't want to, but actually, yes, I totally would do something. Like I, what? I <laughs> like I don't know like, if, if they need me to be like on the to go and fight. I I would I would say okay. Uh, I don't know if my skills are in fighting, but I can help you with other things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can. Civil defense, I can, uh, I can okay, do. Okay, I can rouse the troops. We can do podcasts to yeah. like rouse, uh, no spirits. We can give, <laughs> we can give blowjobs in the alley. Felicia. <laughs> 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 to, to the troops You know to the troops We are giving blowjobs yeah. To the alley Oh we, my god We are there for the troops we, Yeah Oh uh, no I've, Oh my god Have you ever thought about that Like what You see this is why I they would repu- do this something is, This is why they repute 377A <laughs> right, right? Yeah <laughs> So that it's like in, in the coming war right Like the people The, the people giving blowjobs In the alley Won't be criminals <laughs> Yeah won't be criminals anymore. <laughs> It's so foul. It's all for the wall effort. 
suck dick for Singapore. That's horrible. Suck dick for, for Singapore. I mean, great. Do the best you can. <laughs> I mean, I've thought a lot about this, right? In like because like um. You know, reservist season is just over and then like mm. a lot of people were complaining about that. My brother went for reservist and he was complaining right. about the exercises they had to do where it was basically like his unit was like uh, mobilized to defend key key installations which I think means water treatment plant or whatever, right? Okay, okay. But then I keep coming back to this statistic that I remember reading years ago which I think was lead by Lee Kuan Yew's own admission. Singapore... Like would not last like four days. Liquid news it there. Yeah, two something very grim, like two, three days we will not survive an invasion. Huh? Yeah, so the first line of defense isn't even like ground troops, it's like air and navy or whatever, right? If they can mm. like shoot the fuckers before they even yeah, cross before the they bridge. Come down they shots, cross la. the bridge only is by Yeah, la. the moment yeah. they enter woodlands. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone, cannot. Yeah. You say woodlands, maybe it comes from Pasiris. Hey, la. truly la. Yeah. Anywhere coastal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, hey, now live near the beach. Hey, <laughs> I don't want. I, live, I can see from far. I can be a scout. I can yeah, be yeah. a scout. <laughs> but like, you know, having gone through army training, right? Mm. I'm not sure we are capable of defending this country. I mean, there's a lot of capabilities. La, and we talk a big game. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if... I, I, I don't know if I totally believe that. I think we can definitely do stuff. And okay, I, like, you shoot a gun, you kill someone. And la. our strength is also not that. Our strength is also all the, 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 the friends that we've made, right? We, we made very important friends all over all, all over the world. Eh? They might come to our defense. It's not about the end goal. It's about the friends you made along the way. <laughs> it's like, Thank yeah, you, you, can still loo- you can friend. still lose the war. Everybody in your country is dead, but it was about the friends you made along the way. <laughs> Like, who are our friends? Australia. I mean, they might help us. La. Australia might help us. Malaysia might <laughs> Malaysia might help us. It's, might la, might, might, it's like, might. okay, la, we give you back your water. Yeah, correct. It might. So, okay. Because I think if you attack Singapore, you kind of also might attack the region, right? We're so small. You are effectively going to maybe also attack Malaysia. You're also possibly going to attack Indonesia. Yeah. I think all these countries no, will no, take no, it I think that's down. exactly what I mean. That I think if war comes to this region... You know, like for example, Tashwood, if China were to invade Taiwan, right? Gosh, God. Oh my goodness, that's very. What, you know, like, and then, cake. Uh, people have to take sides, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And already people are like tiptoeing over how they talk about Taiwan. Yeah. Can you imagine if that actually happened? Hey, no China sent anymore, balloon eh? to the USA is very, very next level already, you know? I'm still very tickled by this. I know it's such a diplomatic issue, but I'm very tickled by this story. Is it because balloon? Because, because balloon. balloon. Did you see that? Did you see that meme going around? Sam Smith wearing some balloon <laughs> I heard, I heard, outfit, yes, and then they yes. are saying like, "Them walking down the runway is like the balloon dropping into the USA." <laughs> so this podcast, um, we haven't talked about, um current happenings in Singapore for quite a while current happenings so yeah, we thought we would happened. pepper today's episode with like um, important news uh. yeah <laughs> with readings from mothership with readings you know it's from like during mothership. a Catholic mass they would do like exhaltations yeah. from, the, from the holy word Correct. Yeah, so today we're going to do exhaltations from mothership exactly that which yeah. is Singapore's most legitimate news source now that the Straits Times is t- completely like, yeah my goodness do you, know, itself. do you know they, they actually printed extra uh, copies of whatever their newspapers or whatever and then just threw it away. No lah, it's, one, it's, one, it's not true where they give to the fish market. They give the fish to rap fish. fish. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the whole thing with the whole Straits Times thing, right? None uh, of us were surprised. No. Because like, we know that that, that, that that newspaper is a fucking stinking ton of shit. Yeah, right? uh, but, but it's just that I, I find it interesting that the lack of the, the accountability from here is just that some people were given a talking to. I don't know if anybody was fired or if there's any like real consequences. Yeah. Like what what comes out from there when when the when the national broadsheet is just lying about its numbers? You know, it's just just is that it? A yeah. slap on the wrist? I think the ultimate punishment though would be to be featured on the front page of the Straits Times <laughs> with a kind of like toothy photo shoot Actually, where you're I smiling. <laughs> Yeah, I've appeared on the front page of the of 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 the, the, li- the live section before. It's yeah. not fun. <laughs> not, not fun. Yeah, Why? it's not fun to when someone wraps their fish have your face. Like, oh my you know, god! Someone has probably someone has probably wrapped fish with my with face your on face, it. Eh? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I think that's why I'm like. I hope the fish was fresh. Uh. that's all I can say. Huh? Yeah, me at too. Least, <laughs> Actually, I have a kind of patchy relationship with the Straits Times because I remember like mm. years ago when I was teaching relief teaching in JC, right? Like, yeah. um, the GP de- department invited a bunch of Straits Times journalists to come and give a talk to us, right? Oh my god! And then like, um, you know, someone had asked a question about censorship, and they were a bit like, 
they kind of dodged the question or whatever. And I had mm. a blog at the time. So I went to write this long blog piece about like censorship and the Straits Times as a mouthpiece of the state and whatever. And then one of, and the, one of the journalists who had come found that blog post. Oh my God. Um, probably by Googling her name, I suppose. Uh, found the blog post and then wrote an op-ed in <gasps> the Straits Times about me. Um, like blasting me, and you know, this is a time when like the 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 straight. Did times... she name you? Yeah, the this is uh, this is ages ago. I was like maybe 20, 22 or twenty three. I was a child, and anyway, the this is a time when the Straits Times was really positioning itself against um new media because this was the time of mm. like the rise of you know internet discourse and that's stuff right, like that's that. right. And so they were so like, oh, you know, the 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 um. The internet or like the blogosphere is never going to have the editorial credibility of the Straits Times. Sure. Or whatever. I'm just like, babe, look at you now. Yeah. It's really like how the mighty have fallen. Absolutely. Not only is the Straits Times and most print media just totally irrelevant, they're also just fucking corrupt. Yeah. yeah. It's insane, right? Mismanaged. It's shameful, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. so now people look to mothership. Yeah. <laughs> now people actually look to mothership as a legitimate news source. And so, in honor of that, you know, yeah. we are gonna just. We're just gonna yeah. read for a few, a few, a few for, from a few articles. Are, huh? the, are, these, are these recent articles? Actually, they're all like actually yes. Most of them are in February, January, okay, uh, late late okay. January. I've not seen any of this before, yeah. so. And yeah. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. I'm just gonna read the headlines because okay. I think you know what says that's enough. That's enough. It's that's enough. all the news we need right totally. now in this attention totally. deficit world we live in. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I don't have time for anything more than two hundred words. Right. Okay. My God. This first one. My God, Joe, the first one, you'll be you'll be quite interested in this line. Because I know I know you like this, huh? I know you like this sauce. McDonald's Singapore no longer serving sweet and sour sauce. What? Yeah, no longer leh. Actually, you know what? For me this is no loss. <laughs> I feel like a part of me is just died. Do you actually like yes, the Yes, It's my favorite nugget sauce. <sighs> what is what is your fucking problem? <laughs> What's your fucking problem? Do you know what's interesting? Why? I'm reminded about the episode that we that we did on McDonald's uh-huh. and how you talked about how you love dipping your fries in uh <laughs> in the Sunday Sunday chocolate Sunday yeah, hot fudge Sunday and you also talked about the sweet and sour sauce being your favorite and I <laughs> then also went ew what is wrong with <laughs> what's wrong with you I, I really don't like it it tastes. It tastes funny to me, and I'm not. I'm not a fan of the sweet and sour sauce. Sorry, sorry. I'm not a fan. A racism bell. <laughs> this is a racism. This is an anti-Chinese racism. But okay. You like? I'm happy for you. No. You, you carry on. <laughs> I'm detecting a hint of racism here. Okay. Sweet and sour sauce is one of the classic Chinese mother sauces. No, it's, right? it's a pillar. It's a pillar, the of, pillar of Chinese, Chinese cuisine. <laughs> Hello, it's they have a oh. really good sweet and sour sauce, no, and it just great. really works with the crease. It turns the, it turns the McNugget into something approximating sweet and sour pork. Does it really? No, but you know, <laughs> but that is the ambition, and you gotta respect that. You gotta no, respect that. Sure, empower to everyone who likes it, and I feel your pain. Your carry on. Also, I love that mothership has printed basically what amounts to an obituary. For the sweet and sour okay, sauce. Okay, Joel, you'd be surprised that of the 444 comments, many of them are just saying, don't take away the curry sauce. And curry sauce better anyways. I hope the curry sauce is not next. Don't take away the curry see, sauce. see, this is curry sauce stealing focus. <laughs> this is... This is curry sauce having main One character even syndrome. said, very good, lousy sauce. Okay, <laughs> gauntlet thrown down. Did McDonald's take an informal poll? Or is it just like they have... Okay, so my question is, what's going to happen to all of like the the unused stock of what the, the sweet, sweet and sour sauce? No, I think they they sell until finish or or they give away until finish. Oh, and but they just don't make any more okay, okay. They just don't make any more. So they're stopping. I it. wish I weren't vegetarian right now, just so I could eat some McNuggets with sweet and sour. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Sauce. Yeah, I'm I nostalgic mean, for it because it's my yeah, favorite sauce. Yeah, but a true, a true stand, a true stand. Do you remember that time when like um McDonald's had the spicy McNuggets and then they were going to discontinue it? Then you, me, and Pooja bought like uh, a hundred. <laughs> I know you left them in your the freezer. And <laughs> we tried to sell our, our, our carousel. <laughs> did people buy? No one did. But then you know what happened? My mother threw them away. <laughs> 
No, but you know what? That was a moderately genius plan. That was a moderately genius plan. Moderately but I feel now we have to find a way to, to stockpile sweet and sour sauce. Actually, you know how McDonald's like has its own spin no matter where it goes in like different countries they have different special sauce or yeah. whatever special like yeah, burgers. Yeah. I, are we the only ones that have the sweet and sour sauce? I would hope so. Make, uh, like Malaysia don't have uh. Oh, is it? Uh? We I must ask. Hey, <laughs> our listeners in Malaysia do tell us do you have sweet and sour sauce yeah, gone, in uh, McDonald's in Malaysia? Mm. Anyway, yeah. on this thing about like sauces, right? I, I know there's a kind of curry sauce supremacy and I agree the curry sauce is very good. Yeah, but actually my favourite sauce isn't just sweet and sour. It's a specific cocktail yeah. of sweet and sour barbecue and the garlic chilli sauce that when you stir and put a bit of the curry in when you stir it together right what? it's very very good sweet and sour mixed with barbecue, barbecue and chili huh? and a bit of the curry sauce what yeah is it real yes I make one. Oh my goodness yeah I like to make <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like good oh it's tangy and spicy and a little Smoky and umami. I guess now we will never know, lah. Yeah, you see, you're all sleeping on sweet and sour sauce. I tell you, <laughs> it's like you. It's like that Joni Mitchell song. You don't know what you don't yeah. today. We see, we've done this on the podcast before, haven't we? <laughs> oh no, it's like deja vu. Don't it always seem to go that you don't, don't know, know what, what you got. Uh, sis, you know what's what special day it is today or not? Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day, like. Do you do you happy, happy Valentine's Day, Kishan? I mean, Happy Valentine's Day, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I feel like you're the closest thing I have to a Valentine. Oh, that's very sweet. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now, now I feel bad for being so yeah. dismissive. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with? <laughs> why? Why is this our dynamic today? Okay. Why are you just coming for all the things I love? No, it's just that <laughs> I have. I think I've only celebrated Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day once in my entire like romantic life. When? Um, last year. That's about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah. interesting. Why did it take you so... That was like... Because when I was in a long-term relationship, we decided that Valentine's Day... And, and I, I truly believe this even now. Valentine's Day was just nothing. It was just a weird commercialized thing. And yeah, it truly is nothing. Yeah, and, and we just thought like, let's just not put any significance into this. And we just didn't. So then why did you celebrate it last year? Because... I don't know. Because I guess it, 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 it was trying something new. So what do y'all do? Uh, I can't remember... <laughs> So I guess it wasn't that great. <laughs> oh my god, I'm horrible. Like, did you guys do some kind of staycation? No, not at all. I think, we just, nice I think meal. we just went out and just ate. Oh my god, I really cannot remember. I'm very bad. I'm very bad at memory okay, of these okay. things. Yeah, but but yeah, I think we just went out and we ate. Uh, that was about it. And it's just like noting, setting an intention that it was Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, setting an intention was Valentine's Day. Did you buy Day. flowers for each other? Chocolates? Oh, I, I think like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so like, he got me like a t-shirt. A matchy matchy t-shirt thing. Maybe it was meant to just wear during sex kind. Maybe lah. Yeah. Maybe lah. To kind of really play up that, you know, that trope in gay romance, which is that we all fall in love with ourselves. Sure. <laughs> Have you seen those Instagrams on, uh, oh, those Instagram accounts where it's just like, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like gay or twin. Oh my gay god. Gay couple or twin. I've, se- I've seen something like that. Yes. Yeah. And, and actually, m- most of the time they look the, the couples. Most look of them so are similar. most of them are couples, but yeah, they all look like twins, they right? Look yeah, similar. That's insane. Yeah, it really gave people really fall in love with themselves. We are horrible. Yeah, we are horrible. We are horrible. What is that about? I don't know. But okay, is that like gay Valentine's? Is that a thing? Like, are gay people evolved Galentine. enough? Mm. Yeah. Like, are gay people evolved enough to have to what? not celebrate Valentine's Day? Oh, okay. Are gay people yeah. evolved? Um, no, I like, don't I, think so, right? I think many gay people, I think we know this, are all, always pining for a heterosexual, like, facsimile yes. <laughs> right, of their life. Of, of it, right? Yes, facsimile is good because, right. like, no matter how many times you go over it, it's always the, the scan quality is always going to be not so <laughs> It's always going to be grainy, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah, so we're always striving for that. So I think any marker that, that sort of speaks into this heterosexual norm. Ah, we Be- try, we try. People try yeah. to do that. So I think, yeah, Valentine's, they try to do that. I mean, okay lah, I'm not being shady about it. If you want to do it, you go and do it lah. It's just, it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit cringe lah. Like, the whole... Like, today we went out for dinner and then we and we didn't realise it was Valentine's Day until we looked around everywhere and said, why is it so crowded? Yeah. And then like, why is everybody carrying roses? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, fuck's sake, it's Valentine's Day. That's right. And then of course, like, the two of us were, I mean, the nice thing was the two of us were queuing up for ice cream and then the guy said happy Valentine's Day to us. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah maybe he, he did. thought, maybe he thought we were twins. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he 
not we were Maybe twins. You twins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I immediately realized it was Valentine's Day because kids everywhere, um, this they they. I mean, as a way to like make it a little bit more neutral, schools tend to do it as like a friendship day sort of thing. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I mean, like, didn't you have this in your primary school? Oh, maybe primary or, like, school. Secondary school. Sec- maybe secondary oh, school. Yeah, yeah, but I went to a boys' school. Yeah, la. okay, okay. So, so it was it was school. kind of like not kosher. Yeah. So like, I mean, like in coed schools, like they do like a friendship day, and then like, you send each other like like roses or chocolate or like nice Aww, notes. Oh, that's you know? sweet. So I saw a lot of kids like carrying like flowers or chocolates or like nice notes or whatever. But then, by like, JC yeah. is fully fucked behind the staircase day, right? <laughs> yeah. Truly. No, I mean by JC it fully become like yeah, romantic. romantic it becomes yeah. romantic and then yeah, yeah, it's it's that. <laughs> did you did you JC used to have this thing where it was like um uh like you leave anonymous Valentines for people? Or on Valentine's yeah. Day you'd all ex- you you actually give gifts to people you had crushes. No, on. no, th- there was the anonymous Valentine thing yeah, yeah, where yeah. It, like the student council would say, uh would, would be the would be the cupid lah. Yeah. And then like, you go to student council, I wanna give this person this is can you like then then they will cupid around, they will go and pass the notes around, they'll pass the flowers around, they pass the chocolates yes, around. Yes, I, I never received a right. fucking secret Valentine. Send to yourself, ah. <laughs> okay. Okay, wow, this is precisely <laughs> what I'm in therapy for. Like, the fact that, like, I think that idea made me laugh. <laughs> well, actually, it's so profoundly sad. <laughs> just, just got, <laughs> Can you imagine? Unashamedly. <laughs> going in front of class, like, oh, it's for me? <laughs> what could it... What? It's like, oh, what? Oh, guys, you shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> just do all of that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was like... You are the most beautiful boy <laughs> in A201. I love that in this thing you are reading it out <laughs> to the class. <laughs> of course, why is if it has to be totally performative? Why? <laughs> if no one can see that you receive a time, what's the point? This one is you do one, you go and make a performance but space is thick fee. You <laughs> I don't know why you're doing what is like if you own self say yourself a Valentine <laughs> and then no one's there to see it, did it happen? Right. If a tree falls in a forest. Truly, this is this is that analogy. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I so yeah, Valentine's Day. I I I'm not I'm not a big person. I'm not a big fan of You know what I also hate about Valentine's oh, Day? Oh, here it comes. Suddenly the flower prices are like not only like double, they triple, they quadruple. It just goes up to insane yes. prices, and I go like, "What is happening?" Yeah, imagine a rose cannot cost Imagine $50. if you actually need to go to like a funeral, yeah, or you know, during Valentine's Day, then you're like, "Ayah," and, <laughs> and even the chrysanthemums are so expensive. <laughs> Yeah, it's just terrible. So I, I, I don't like it. It's capitalist through and through. So of course, bleh. of course. Bleh. I mean, I, I don't think at this point, like, I'm not surprised that no one sees through it. You know, I was just watching this, uh, reading this or watching this video essay today about like, um, the Simpsons and like uh, and the critique of neoliberalism, right? And it basically like the the guy making the wisecrack. I really like watching wisecrack mm. videos. Like yeah, he yeah, analyzes yeah. pop culture through the lens of like um Marxist philosophy, right? Yeah. And he was talking about how we're living in an age of neoliberalism, which seems where capitalism seems to have replaced conventional religious spirituality as a form of religion. Goodness. Yeah. So it's like we find Isn't that bleak. It is bleak, <laughs> and we find meaning in um. You know, because like uh, the you know Marxist idea when he says that like uh, uh, religion is the opiate of the masses is actually mm. that in the absence of um meaning we mm. turn to we look for meaning in higher places yeah. right so you know in the past it used to be like organized religion or sure. faith but yeah. nowadays it's true consumption yeah. and 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 you know capitalism and all that and so I feel like people can people know that it's you know it's all consumerist but I don't think consumerism has like is dirty for most people anymore it's like yeah sure I will demonstrate my love by consuming these things for you and that shows you I care you know I will demonstrate that I am working on my inner life by purchasing clothes that look like this by wearing Lululemon by buying an expensive gym membership you know we know we know we know it's conspicuous consumption I think the thing is like the critique that oh it's just consumerism doesn't hold weight anymore because we all know that it's consumerist but I think now there's a kind of like spiritual quality to consumption yeah but it, it doesn't take away it doesn't take away from the fact that you're still doing it so I question the intention, right? You're doing it f- for other people. You know that that that's where th- that's why this is all about. You're doing it so that you can be seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, fi- I find that very difficult. Like, if you really want to do things for yourself or yeah. for your partner, and you just want it before, you just you should. 
it, does, it shouldn't matter whether someone else is looking at this. Yeah, yeah, you know? I get that. Yeah. I get it. I'm just saying that I think some sure. people find genuine meaning in yeah. these acts of consumption. So, like, all those boys, you know, walking around with their girlfriends, mm. carrying the bunch of roses that he bought for her. Yeah. Like, it probably made them feel pretty good. You know, I, I, yeah, I think sure. it's, I think it, it's all, it makes me feel a little queasy, but, like, I think clearly people do find some kind of meaning in all no, of this. No, yeah, they... They do, I guess. Just because we are cynical old crook bags yeah. who have no love in our lives, is it easier sometimes to just lean into like just how tarnished by consumer culture everything is? It's, yeah, there is it's, no, it's easy it's, to do it's it. no way to escape it at this point. Yeah. It's infiltrated every aspect of our every lives. Every right? single thing. I think at some point I find myself sitting down, you know, on Valentine's Day going, I wish someone would send me something. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Kishan. That was your cue. Oh, <laughs> that was your cue. What do you want me to send you? Where's your cue? I bought this wine, but you also bought for me ice cream. What? Oh, for me? <gasps> oh, oh, thank you, <laughs> dear Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> You are the most beautiful man mm. in Passeris. Oh! oh. Side, your secret admirer. Wow. Oh, Kisha, was that you? Oh, maybe oh, less. was it you? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Is it time for another mothership exhortation? Oh my god. <laughs> Just hold on to your hats for this one, sister. This one is a bit of a... A bit of a hard truth, lah. Okay? <laughs> so this one... Um, the context is UK, UK, United Kingdom YouTubers were talking about Singapore. Huh? Okay, as a safe country, yeah. So I think uh, they went down to Singapore. What oh, they like travel YouTubers? Yeah, huh? yeah. Okay, and then and then they saw a guy passed out drunk on the street in Singapore. Yeah, in Singapore, and they said no one robbed him at all. So, uh, people were passing by him, and nobody robbed uh, robbed him. So it's like, oh my god, Singapore is such a safe country. But they also said no one offered to, to help, help him. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> I don't know if they did, but that was their, their that was their takeaway. That was their takeaway about Singapore. Going like Singapore is a very safe country, but no one helped the guy. No, it's not that we are safe. It's that we are inhumane. I think we're indifferent to we're other indifferent to other people suffering. suffering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just don't care. We just don't uh don't champo la. We, uh. we, don't, we don't go and disturb la. Actually, sis, have you ever been in a situation where you've seen a guy? Totally incapacitated, totally drunk, totally whatever. Have you ever gone up to a guy and say, "Hey, are you okay? Can Fre- I put you in a cab?" Frequently. Yeah, me yeah. too. Frequently. frequently, I do that all the time. Someone that is really on their own, especially yeah, and they're messed up. Yeah. I would just go and go like, "Are you okay? Are you waiting for?" A I will at least cab? ask if they're all right. Absolutely. Do yeah. you need water? Yeah. I bought water for so many drunk people before. Yeah, like just to like make sure that they're fine. I mean, having never been in that situation, and I mean mm. this, I've truly never been in that situation. I can't imagine it's fun. You, yeah. on the other hand. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been in various situations <laughs> like that. Most of the time, I'm there with yeah, you. Yeah, most of the time, someone is there with me. Not yeah, someone. Most of you. <laughs> Not someone. Okay, fine. I? Most of the time you are there. Um, there, are, there are times where I've been by myself mm. and I've just been very drunk. Mm. But I just... Literally, I just force myself to sober up, and then get a grab and go home. Yes. So that's always been that's always been the case, which is yes. which is really good, lah. But yeah, most of the time you're also there with me to help me out. <laughs> is Singapore safe though? I feel like, th- like okay. So I was like, I I was on a, I, I was on a date with someone a while ago who told me that he had a friend who used to live in Geylang and genuinely did not feel safe there. And I was like, Geylang, this ah. person though is not this person who was staying in Geylang is not Singaporean, so oh. it's like. It, it's like is is it a perception of unsafety in certain parts of like town? I mean, it's probably it's probably a racialized and probably racist perception of unsafety in certain areas. Yeah. Like, are there genuinely places in Singapore that you that are unsafe? I I, I think by and large, no. By right. and large, no. In fact, when Singaporeans, when you ask that question to Singaporeans, yeah. I think the one place that people come with are the places with ghosts. Ah, uh, like, I don't want to go. I don't want to be in Lim Chu Kang. Obviously not. And it's not. There's, Ishun, scared Ishun. Of, there's no yeah. scale of humans. There's scale, scale of ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to be there. And yeah. that's the context of 
unsafeness. I know? really love that. I really <laughs> love that. It's not that I'm going to get stabbed <laughs> no, or don't robbed. Have... It's I'm going to get possessed. It's just like, the tree <laughs> yeah, got The tree got <laughs> I'm going to get disemboweled yeah, by a ghost. Exactly. This is the level. Th- this is <laughs> this is how safe we are as a country. Yeah, that we have turned our sights on the spectral. <laughs> I've like just gotten out of a short-term relationship after being in a very long-term relationship, right? So I'm now single, right? Which is which is something that I've never experienced for a very long time. Like, uh, no, in all the time I've known you, I've never known you to be single. What? Never. Yeah. When I first met you, you were dating A, and then after A, you were dating Y, mm. and then after Y, shortly after, you were dating um, C, who you then got into a super long nine-year relationship with. Yeah, that you've just that you left a year ago. I think. Yeah, and then like um, you were just dating someone else. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've never known you to be single, Kishin. Oh my god, never. That's... That's very interesting from that perspective. I've known you to be in an open relationship and being more of a whore than I ever was as a single p- person. That's right, yeah. Yeah, but I've never known you to actually be single. Yeah, so so that's interesting because when I p- was properly single, I didn't know how to function. When was that? Uh, oh, recently. Like, like recently, yeah. like, I, I just don't know how to function. So I, 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 I started finding out a lot of things about myself. Like actually the one primary question is who am I? Who is Kishan on his own? Mm. And what does Kishan like? What does Kishan like to do? What is what does what does Kishan not like? All of these all of these questions. And it made me feel a little bit depressed because I was like, I don't know who I am really. I feel lonely and lost all the time. I still do. I still still do feel a lot of loneliness and a lot of feeling lost. Mm. And I am in a depressive funk. Yeah. yeah, but it's because you were in a nine-year relationship. Yeah. That where you know you guys became so fused together for so long, yeah. That you know, n- and prior to that, you not had much experience like figuring out you know, yeah, all this stuff about yourself by or, myself, or, yeah, yeah, by yourself. Obviously, you know, you're gonna be experiencing that, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 not easy being f- contending with loneliness. Mm. I think that, that that that's a difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a difficult thing. I know you have a PhD on the subject. <laughs> Excuse me. You on self say Excuse me. You say you are the mistress of loneliness or something. Like mistress that. of darkness and loneliness. <laughs> I was. I will have I mean, you know. Someone came. Someone gave me a Valentine's Day card just now. You got or not? You no got or not? No got Well done. Well done. But yeah, like loneliness is something that I'm learning to to deal with and I, I I mean I I know I'm not alone loneliness doesn't necessarily no, mean they're different things yeah it doesn't yeah. mean I'm alone I'm not I have you guys and you guys have been a wonderful pillow of support yeah, you especially so it's it's it but it's it sometimes hits you in, in in moments where you where you where you least expect it when you least expect it and then when it hits it hits very hard mm. and suddenly you spiral mm. so like last week I was spiraling a bit and I needed to really pull myself out of things and I'm also very 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 conscious of work not that this will affect work it's just that i'm afraid that work will affect my feelings meaning in a, what in a sense that i'm very afraid that i will use work as a cover f- to not feel my feels and to just hide from my feelings again ah. which i kind of did for the whole of last year yes work was a was a way to run away from my feelings because yes. when i'm at work i really put myself into it loneliness is a thing you got to confront head on girl yeah and yeah. confronting is difficult it is. it's difficult it's like um it's a terrifying sense that this could be it Mm. Right? It's a terrifying it's, it's a terrifying sense that what if no one else comes along? Yeah. Or that I will what or the terrifying feeling that or what if I never come to terms with this feeling? Yeah. And that all that life ever will be is It's just this. It, but it's not and it won't be. You know I that. Mean, yeah. I mean you it sounds it sounds great in theory to say that, and I but understand. But you have to go through it. Yeah, but you for me, like even it. when someone says it's not, it's not. Like, how do you know? I mean, mm. we don't know. You we don't. don't. Yeah, it's it's so it's it's, no, it's a lot of dealing with it. It's la. about becoming like I told you, you know, a while ago. It is mm. about becoming comfortable with that feeling. Yeah, and knowing that it's you know loneliness is one shade of. Um, feeling mm. that can often come together with a feeling of a strange sort of contentment. Um, you know, that can come with a, a kind of like um, uh, care for yourself even. 
Yeah, it's like I think it's like my PhD in loneliness <laughs> has taught me that actually I enjoy my company yeah. to a very high degree. Yeah. And it's it's you know, it's it's important to develop that. that no, I, I agree. Yeah. So it's it's what people say all the time to to, to, to the point that it becomes like it, it becomes too much already. Then people say all the time you go like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard this before. People say like before you can even put yourself out there, you really must learn to love yourself. And I've heard this in so many different forms. Fucking RuPaul. Yeah, I mean that, but in many different forms. I've heard it in people say many different ways, many different forms. And yeah, it is it's actually true. It actually now, I used to resent sorry to interrupt, but I no. used to resent being told this too. So like in Same. Yes, I, I, I know exactly it. what you feel. It's like in my twenties when I was like so desperately lonely and we're like, why would no one date me? I'm so whatever. I know what you want. Mm. And then people say, like, oh Joel, it's better to, you know, um it's better to dine alone than to dine in bad company. Or Joel, the best you know, you need to be best friends with yourself and you need to love yourself first. I was like, shut up! Yeah. You know, but then it turns out you that you have to go through these feelings. Yeah. You have to because then what will happen is you'll find yourself one day having a meal by yourself and then you find and then there will be a sudden intersection of loneliness and bliss. And then you go, Oh, yeah, this is good. You know, and it's about it's about those moments as well, right? Where you suddenly realize that this would not be possible mm. if I were with someone, right? You know, and and then more such moments accrue. And obviously, me saying this from a position of having a PhD in this, <laughs> while you are barely an undergraduate, yeah, barely undergraduate, yeah, you're still doing your A levels, still doing, yeah, you know, no doubt will be very irritating for you to hear. No, uh, I mean it's yeah. not irritating because because I know you and I love you and I know yeah. it comes from a good place uh, and, and 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 yeah I, I know this all well intended but it's just that I sometimes wonder about those moments that you talk about where I s- I'm sitting by myself and I'm having dinner by myself or I go to the movies by myself and I find joy in doing these activities by myself I actually already do mm. I love going to the movies mm. by myself I love dining out by myself I don't need to sit down and eat with people mm. um these are things that I'm okay doing, but they're like bigger things that I associate so much with doing with a partner. Mm. For example, traveling, mm. trying a new fancy dining place so that we can talk about it. You know, those sorts of things. So these are things that I feel like, because I've associated so much with doing it with someone else, especially with one person, that it becomes difficult to now even do it because I get reminded too much. Have you not watched enough mediocre road trip <laughs> movies uh, where it's where that cast is a bunch of like female white female comedians I'm talking like Kristen Wiig and friends mm. where they go to some vineyard in Australia somewhere and yeah. they're all single and they go and then they learn at the end that all they need is their friends sure obviously this is I, the whole of the travelling bands kind yeah, of situation this is uh. obviously I'm saying to you if you want someone to travel with, ask me. We can go to fancy restaurants. Like I can we talk. Can. We can talk about that. No, yeah, it's not yes. the same. It's not the same. No, yeah. it's it's, uh, and I appreciate this, and I and I am learning to do this. It's just there is a strong association Station. with yes. those activities and who I used to do it with. Yes, that I now need to disentangle. Correct. You know, and it, it's taking time, lah. Mm. It's taking time, and and it it it, it will happen. Mm. It's just time and I, I what I'm also learning about this is that this healing is not a linear road no uh, it's not linear progression mm. there are times where I really slide back a mm. lot but I know how to pull myself up from this mm. yeah and I know how to vocalize now that mm. I'm not okay mm. last time I used to just say oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine now mm. if someone asks me if I'm okay how am I doing I will literally tell them how I'm doing mm. and I'll just leave it at that mm. because I think it's important for me to hear it cool so then <laughs> yeah like I'm just Professor. curious. So I'm curious as someone who you know has not had that many relationships. And I don't date very widely. So what mm. for you is like the major improvement over being single? Apart from you know what is the major improvement when you're with someone? The, the, the thing single? I like about being with someone is simply that someone is there. That's it. That there is another person that's there, and that there's another person that is potentially is looking out for me that mm. is that I can also look out for. Mm. So this two-way thing is very nice. Mm. And that we know each other inside out to the point that I don't have to think about things. Mm. That uh, And I know that person inside out that uh, they, they don't have to think about things. Mm. I think that intertwining of two people is very beautiful and, and it's very, very nice. It's very interesting that it doesn't exist between friends, right? So this is the I thing. I don't know if it no, doesn't I, exist. I'm not sure it does because it's like you and I are very close. Yeah. Like, 
and we know each other inside out. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think of you as that person, you know, where yeah. I had that okay. who who who's just always there. Mm. Right? It's like I I I don't always assume I have your ear. Mm. I don't always assume I have Mm. You know, uh, your your time or your companionship necessarily. Same, same, yeah, yeah. Right, but is it different? Do you feel with like a romantic partner? Uh, yes, for me, it's definitely different from a romantic uh, with a romantic partner. There's certain kinds of like um, because obligations, like yeah. yeah, right. You 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 put each other first, right? Yes. So and, and so you and, always put each other and first. Is that is that um. That agreement to put each other first because of like the place of emotional vulnerability that you have. Uh, opened to each other. That and also functionally because what a relationship is. La. All, right. all of it. You go into a relationship knowing that you're going to care for each other and going to look out for each other. So it's all of that. It's the emotional aspect, the functional yeah. aspect. So I just find it very strange to me. You see, it's very strange, right? Like why it is... How it is that we learn that we don't offer that to friends necessarily. Right. You know, because like you and I could definitely... Oh, we could. We could, yeah, right? We could definitely do that. But we don't. And I don't want to... <laughs> no, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. That came out very wrong. Girl, <laughs> it's horrible. Get out of my house. I don't want you. No, you know what I mean. It's like okay, yeah, I will. I, I you you hold a very special place in my life. No, I get what but, you like, mean. Like what? Why is this different? Why is what we have very different than what you know you would give even someone you've been dating for a few months? Do you right. know what I mean? There's something about like romantic interest in someone and the sexual yeah. um the sexual bond that you form with someone exactly. when you're dating them that immediately transcends friendship, right? Yeah. yeah. What uh, is that? I've never been able to I wrap my know. mind around Pro- Probably it. because there are places with, with a romantic and sexual relationship that can that, that they can go where where a, a standard friendship can't. You know? A, I, love, a, I love standard friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. romantic sexual relationships can, stand, go, standard can friendship, go somewhere yeah. standard friendship cannot. Standard, standard yeah, friendship why cannot. is that? But, 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 but standard friendships can... <laughs> friendships, friendships can also go places where right. romantic places can't. Yes. Where romantic relationships can't, rather. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there are certain things when I was in a long-term relationship with, with, with C, for example, like, there are certain things that I, I would only do with you, that I would only want to do with you, I would not want to do with a partner that I was with for nine years. Is it the quality of... Is it because, like... Because the fun I have with you is so no, unique. No, because because I am a very different person than your ex. You Absolutely. Yeah, so it's not about the fact that we are friends and you are partners. You know, it's just we are very different people. Yeah. So you naturally bring a different. But y'all have y- y'all bring different things to the table, and when I want to do different things, I definitely go to different yeah. types of people. Sure. Yeah. So there there are things where in a friendship that I can get that I can't get necessarily in a romantic relationship. Yeah. I, I think for me, I idealize friendship a lot, right? And I, I kind of mm. wish that, you know, we, or I rather, didn't want romance. You know what I mean? I feel like oh. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so satisfied by the quality of my friendships that I just wish this were enough for me, but it's not. And, you know, and I wish it were enough because like, I, I hate, you know, this, um, I hate striving for romance. I hate, this uh, desire for love and, and, and deep, intimate f- connection, this this space that we call love and romance, right? Absolutely. But you yeah. got me thinking about something, sis. I wonder if it's the same for women. Because I'm thinking about Grace and Frankie kind of relationships. Where Who did... the fuck is Grace and Frankie? <laughs> the TV show Grace oh, and Frankie. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking about Grace and Frankie, that situation, yeah. where, where sometimes they... And even Jane Fonda, who who's been through so many divorces, she she talked about how female relationships are so different from men because they have a bond that 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 that, that is very different from the bond that men have, and mm. and and they feel that that is enough because women look out for each other and that that level of love that they have. She she said this in an interview. The level of love that they have is so strong that that, that sometimes is enough. Mm. So I wonder if it's gender. Um, a gender thing. Mm. Yeah, because that's very interesting, right? I I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with my queer friends, I definitely feel, you know, that that level of intimacy. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know, but it's just not the same, is it? It's not the same. It's just not the same as romantic love, whatever that means. And I just, I'm curious about it. Like, uh, I wonder how much of it comes from, you know, um, the culture how much of it comes from certain narratives about love we've been we've been in, oh yeah for been, sure been in, they have been ingrained in us mm. I wonder how much of it just comes from our own you know uh, exp- seeing the way our parents for example love oh yeah um, 
because I've been talking to a lot of people recently who are just like, yeah, fuck, I don't want to, I don't, I'm happy being single and I don't, I don't need to yeah. be with anybody, right? And if it comes along, it comes along, but I'm not actively going to look for it anymore or whatever. Yeah, I hear people you know? say that all the time on the internet I, and I look at it and I go like, oh, I wish I were at that place. Mm. I, uh, but I think it takes time. La. It, would, it would take time. I mean, like, I was in that place until fairly recently. Like, yeah. I, I just, you know, I become sort of like resigned to the fact that I was probably... It was going to be very difficult to meet someone mm. uh, I found that who whom who I matched with, you know, on, yeah, on many on, on all the levels, on levels, and who's also emotionally available at the time to to develop into something for it to develop into something. Mm. And I was like, you know, if it doesn't come along, it doesn't come along. And you know, mentally, I was mentally prepared for it to go on for like five, ten, however long it took, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, with my PhD in loneliness, have become very <laughs> accustomed to my own company. And right. the freedom that it affords me, and you know, did you resent this at all? Resent what? Like, 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 like this, for the lack of a better phrase, this lot in life. <laughs> yeah, I think for a long time, I, did, I mean, obviously, was very resentful of it because mm. it felt like it felt preposterous to me that it was so difficult. Mm. Nowadays, I'm just like it's 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 a kind. It doesn't ha- it doesn't necessarily happen for everybody, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I have the energy to commit to this fucking rigmarole of being on these apps all the time, Girl. of actively meeting people. Yeah, do you know what's difficult? Dating in your late 30s. Oh, God. Dating in your late 30s it's not is, funny. is not funny at all. Eh. It's not funny. Yeah, it's it's a bit like... Ooh, like I, I, I what, Okay, what, what, what is not funny about it for you? Like... Firstly, the number of people that's available in the same age range shrunk. Yeah, shrunk. And yeah. I go like, I, I, I don't want to date people who are too far young, younger than me. Like very, very much younger than I am. Because cannot, I cannot connect with you. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what's happening there. And I would rather date older people, slight or slightly older people. I think I, I, I will relate to a person like better that way. Yeah. But it's, it's just that this pool has shrunk so much. So, it, so, so much. It's very obvious, right? Yeah, you really feel it. You really feel it. And yeah. that is the main gripe that I have mm. because like the conversations that you have these people are just like a bit boring. <laughs> Sorry. As in the people who are left? The, the, the people who are left, yeah, a bit boring. I'm not sure if I'm interested to have a what, conversation. What kind of conversations do you have? But I also Is it aware. about like tiles? No, yeah, no, no, it's just about like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what, oh. what's, 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 oh, uh, what, what do you do for fun? What's your work like? You know, what, what are your hobbies? So just, Conversations are shooting the breeze, lah. Just seeing what you're like, sussing the person. Oh, out. like the template date kind of conversation, is it? That and a little bit more, just sussing a person, having like banter, you know. Just, oh, you find this boring? I find it boring, but yeah. I I am also aware that as I'm saying it, but it could be because of the place that I am. I am not in a position or headspace to actually meet new people no, or want yeah. to meet new people. So maybe I'm just blocking it out. For I, I I'm d- blocking I, myself. You, but that's <laughs> fine. I think you honestly just need to be in this. And not actively look for anything. I think at the so. Yeah. I, I I think so. But I, yeah. I do I do agree with you on the dating in your thirties thing. It's like I've never been good at dating. Yeah. Like never. Okay. And I've only started like sort of actually sitting down and dating people recently, and I just find that I don't really enjoy it. It's like what? it's like the. I mean, apart from a few people, I've really had very strong connections with. Of like course. it's mostly just very like oh I don't okay lor, let's talk about what like. You know, it's very mm. clear when the connection's not there. And then she's like, oh, how many of these do I have to go through? Right. You know, and then like, um, you know, I used to just be like, okay, let's just have sex then. And then, uh, and then I would really enjoy that part. But then I wouldn't, after that, I just like, oh, actually, that's, I'm, that's all I wanted. Bye. And then I feel right. like a dick, you know? And you, then you feel bad about I feel, it. I feel bad about it. And then I also just think, oh, like there's a certain kind of resignation everybody who's still dating at this age group. Like brings into the, yeah, brings to the party, totally right. It's just kind of like, oh, I guess you're here too, huh? <gasps> kind of energy, and it's like, oh, and then when you add like the gay gloss over it, I really want to step yeah. away from that. And then worse is right the you know I know I made this joke a while ago about how I'm in my like um home record era, yeah, I'm here, t- but it really feels like I'm here at this point picking up the crumbs from all these broken these failed relationships. Oh my because, god, because like. People who are dating, you know, in our age group are likely people who have, like yourself, yeah. come out of long, long-term relationships and who mm. are all broken and yeah. traumatized Truly. and, you know, skeptical about uh, relationships and love and who are all actually in need of working on themselves. Because I've been very resentful lately of, like, the exes of the people that I've been dating because I'm just like, you left them in a worse place than when you found them. And then now... 
they are totally emotionally unavailable. Yeah. You know, and, then- and I, uh, <laughs> a, a lifelong single person who has spent all this time working on myself, right. to some might argue a certain kind of fruition. <laughs> Right, fruition. I, fruition. <laughs> Very good effort. <laughs> I am, I am in my peak efflorescence. Okay, mm, another I'm, one. <laughs> I really at this point like is this as good as it's gonna get? Yeah, I've I'm in therapy. Yeah. I've spent time working on myself. Mm. I'm confident. Yeah, you know, I I know I I I I I'm I've got a good thing going for me. You really do, you sis. know. And yeah. then like here I am, you know. Totally ready, and then they're all of these broken people. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's where you're at. That's where I'm at. I'm just like all you people who are in relationships now. Mm. If you can hear me, treat your partner well, and if Truly it comes not. to a breakup, please do it with some love, grace, and respect. Truly, because you don't, you are fucking things up for people down the line by ruining mm. your exes. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. It's a yeah. tough, tough it's space. A, it's huh? a tough, tough space. space. Yeah. Mm. Is it time for another mothership exhortation? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so so this is two two mothership articles about birds. Okay, the first one is fight between ten miners in Singapore broken up by dramatic arrival of jungle fowl. So literally, <laughs> literally, it's the last scene from Jurassic Park. It is a picture. It's just a video of like ten miners fighting, and then one giant chicken coming and then stop the fight. So basically, it's like bouncer. No, Kishin. No more absurd than this is the fact that this is. News Why? that Mothership is reporting this as news. Why, okay, okay, dear is readers, this dear, news, dear yeah. listeners, dear listeners, what we just saw was a video of ten, ten miners, miners, not barely fighting. Barely fighting, they could be playing like with a, like just ten miners in a field, and a camera pans, and a chicken appears. Yeah, and this is news. Yeah, read the headline again. The headline reads: Fight between ten miners in Singapore broken up by. Dramatic arrival of jungle fowl. The jungle fowl did not arrive. The camera just panned. No, this is us imposing some sort of weird narrative on just nature. Nature just being nature. Okay, if if whoever is making content for mothership, uh, stop, stop. Like just if you stop. if you are listening to this podcast, it's like what what is wrong with you? <laughs> what the no, fuck is wrong? So with we you? really have this strange fascination with 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 birds in this country. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. It's fascinating. Uh, okay. It's fascinating and weird. Okay. And then the second article. This one may be a bit more pressing and a bit more. I think we all need to watch out, lah. This one is uh, the, the 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 headline reads: Crows attack twenty people in ten minutes in Bishan. Residents worry they might injure eyes of children and seniors. Always the children. Can I can I just say something? Crows attacking people. It's not funny though. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. When I was in secondary school. <laughs> When I was in secondary school, okay, um, my school is near the, the high thing was very near. It's near the the Pasir Ris station, right? So we used to walk through the park, okay. So from high thing, before we walk through the park, go on Econ Mini Mart. They sell yes. they sell three for one dollar sardine curry. Yes, I remember that Econ Mini Mart. So I would just buy lah, you know, on route to the MRT station, then you eat your curry puff, and mm, very nice, very happy, right? <laughs> one fateful day. <laughs> bought my three for one dollar sardine curry puffs eating my second curry puff walking through the park a crow literally came like to my left or right I can't remember and snapped up the curry puff or wanted to snap the curry puff from my fingers I refused to let it go I ran I ran <laughs> with the curry puff in my hand through the through the park but because the crow had really like touched it I threw it away after that but I really didn't want to let it go so, but that was frightening because the beaks. They, firstly, they're very they big. They are very big they're birds. Very big. When their wings, their wings. Actually, I don't know what their wings meant, but as it was like descending upon me, you could really tell. Like shit, this bird is very big. And then, like, you could tell their beaks were like shit. If this hits you in the eye, confirm blind one. Yes. So I, I and it's they scary. have been known to maul and maim people and animals. It's scary. And crows are smart. They are evil. They're not evil. Okay, they're like not evil. They're, evil, they're evil. smart. They're smart. And, and I, I, if they I'm are not vengeful wrong, as well. They remember faces. Yes. They're, they're very good at remembering yes. like this is the per- this is yes. the person. This, this is the person, person who didn't give me the sardine part. Yeah, yeah. Or this is a good person. They, yeah. I think they remember people. But I don't know if that's us emplacing some sort of emotionally. But whatever. I think they're very good at remembering and so it's frightening. So this over a span of ten minutes, twenty people. So were attacked. the the mothership article is about how in Bishan, 
20 yeah. people were attacked. were attacked by a bunch but of crows in 10 minutes. Yeah. So I, so what's happening in Bishan? Firstly, is it the new issue? It's, <laughs> it's all on the red line. It's all on, it's the, all on the red, red line. line. <laughs> the curse is spreading down the red yeah. line. So maybe that's why we're so fascinated by birds because we have a lot of it in this country. Right. Yes. And apparently there is an outbreak of not outbreak, that's not It's like there is a population explosion of crows in the East Coast. So Katong, oh. your area, your area. Really? Yeah, there's apparently a crow problem. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, I've not noticed it, thank goodness. Yeah. I, I wanna be around. But it. maybe maybe this is nature healing itself. Uh. Maybe like maybe you maybe. know, maybe the crows are just trying to save the earth. Maybe. Maybe they are eco terrorists. Maybe. <laughs> They're just like, just stop oil activists. They're like, you know, kill the humans! We should ask which humans they're attacking. Maybe all these humans are bad humans. Yeah. <laughs> we should find out. Maybe there's some kind of magical element yeah. here where these are people who've been cursed for being like bad correct, people. Correct, right? correct. Yeah. Sure, sure got some like Bomo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, well, crows are scary. Yeah, crows are scary. Crows I, are frightening. I, okay, the bird story I want to tell you is like, where, okay, so on the day that my grandmother died, we oh. got back from the hospital. Right. And then as I got out of the car... I saw... So, the context of this is that my block downstairs, there's a lot of chickens. I noticed, Have yeah. you noticed, by the way, generally, there's just a lot of chickens in Singapore now? Yes. Like everywhere abs- you go, they're just all over the place. Absolutely. Okay, so, what is this? Okay, okay. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I thought, like, is it just because, like, all of the, all of the, the green spaces are being torn down? You know, all the secondary forests are being cleared, so now they're being forced so they're into... coming the, out into yeah, the urban areas. But now. one of my uncles... Obviously, during my grandma's way, we were talking about it. He said that, oh, no, this one is the N-Parks release ones to create the kampong vibes. Are you serious? Would that surprise you, though? No Would la. it surprise you if M-Parks release chickens into <laughs> HDB estates to create, to create the Gotong Royong feeling? It would not surprise would me. Would it surprise but you? But I would question this policy move. Yeah, I would question <laughs> the policy move. I was like, do you have nothing better to do? Yeah, also there are better ways to do this. Yeah. Also, like, the chickens are apparently a nuisance in some neighbourhoods because they I make noise, so. right? They make so much yeah. noise. Anyway, okay, all this is context to say that at the bottom of my flat, there are a few broods of chickens and they're very cute. So like, mm. as I was coming out of the grab, having just come back from seeing my grandma off at the hospital, mm. um, I saw this little um, this um, hen with her little chicks. And I was like, oh, cute. so cute. I took out my phone to take a, vid- uh, a video, right? Mm. And then as I was filming... I see two black dogs <laughs> run into the frame. And I was like, oh, that's unusual. Never seen them before. And then I realized <laughs> that they're chasing the hen. No, oh, they're no. chasing the cockerel. Mm. Yeah, they're chasing the cockerel. And I, was then? Like, I was like, oh, that's cute. They're playing. My head, ah. Uh. Oh, that's cute. They're playing. And then I, 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 I look closer and I see that they are tearing at <gasps> the chicken. Oh, that's an awful word. They are tearing at the chicken. They're ripping. I'm sorry. Content warning, sorry. Animal on animal violence. Nature writ in tooth and claw. Ugh. They are tearing this poor chicken apart. And I'm like, paralyzed in, like, do I go and intervene because I scared the dogs attack me or yeah, whatever? Yeah, don't, don't. don't and do then my dad, says. my dad who grew up in the kampong, obviously, well done. knows what to do. He go, he takes his umbrella, he runs to the two dogs. Brandishes at the dogs. Brandishes the umbrella and chases them away. And then we, but the chicken's dead. So we all stand there and give the chicken a mo- moment of silence. <laughs> The chicken's already dead. Mind you, this is the day that my grandmother died. So I saw death twice in the day. That's that a day. Bit so ominous. I read it as a bit of an ominous omen. Yeah, but no then shit. I, 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 in, in the end, I, I, I consulted my friend Zarina who gave me a card reading and then I realised, no, this is a kind of like symbol of like the the, the kind of brutal cycle of life and death. Yeah, with every end, there's with a new every beginning. every end, a new beginning. Okay. Yeah, but then I, I also thought, oh, okay. And I, then I thought, actually, these stray dogs running around must be must be plucking off quite a number of these chickens, right? Actually, that's very possible. The neighborhood cats must surely also be having a, a good no, time, No, having right? a bit of fun with the and chicks, realize, especially. Because I see so many chicks, but you don't see that many adult chickens. So it must mean that not all of them make it There's some population adulthood. control. Yeah. yeah some so natural we've got selection. a little ecosystem going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But nature is healing. Nature is yeah. healing. But I, I, I really now want to find out whether... And Bucks is yeah, really yeah. If anybody, if Esther from MOE is listening, can you ask your contacts? Hey, at, can you ask your contacts at M Bucks? Yeah, you sure have fun. You sure have. Okay, let's end off with a bit of housekeeping. <laughs> the most housekeeping. enthusiastic housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping. I mean, it's it's churlish of us to ask. You guys to do anything given we only ever release an episode once a year now. <laughs> once a year. <laughs> but we I'm so sorry, we 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 do hear you. We when we meet you out 
out and yeah. about in the field. We hear your your cries for a new episode, and we yeah. we're trying our best. We try our best. We try. But we really, you do. know, but life is um. Guess in the way la. Guess in the way yeah. Guess in the way But I also want to say That I really appreciate everybody I, I say this every episode now But I really appreciate Everyone that comes out And say that Oh you like the podcast You listen And yeah. all that I really 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 appreciate it Yeah it Makes I'll, me feel so good It actually. does It does right yeah. It's like Hey this stupid podcast Got real Real life Real life yeah. uh, Real life manifestation Got yeah. actual humans Got humans listening, listening eh. Eh. It's just like What? Yeah I, I also want to apologise That if you do Come up to me in public And I'm not the most Like uh, Like chatty person It's because I'm actually Very shy one <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually it's very true, shy. Like, I'm true. very shy. It's yeah. only behind the anonymity of this mic that I can be so raw. But actually, I well, I'm very whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. She, 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 you talk to her, she'll sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating now. You see how much I'm sweating? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, if you do want to kind of support the podcast, here are some things you can do. You can yeah. give us five stars on Spotify or wherever it is that you're listening to us. Please. That's help. We're quite happy with our rating currently. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm, you can follow us on Instagram at T42Podcast. That's right. Tell all your mm. friends, your auntie, uncle. You know, like yeah. some people have been asking if we would be thinking, if we were, if we would set up a Patreon. Oh, yes, what, I know. What would it take for us to set up a Patreon? Uh, so it's like, what is a Patreon? It's like you would. It's a, it's a page it's, where people go like, to donate money, yeah, right? Yeah, and like they get exclusive content, right? They get ex- <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. Like, what kind of fucking exclusive content <laughs> we would take you... take pictures yeah, of our toes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what exclusive content would you expect yeah. from this podcast? What do you want? Yeah. Like, what does $5 get yeah. you? What okay, does so $10 maybe let's get do you? If, you're, if you've reached the end of this episode and you're listening to this, like, either DM us or leave us a comment on the on our Instagram. Yeah. Like, what kind of like... Beha- uh, what, do you want behind-the-scenes content? Yeah. Do you want what like... Kind of exclusive what kind of Content. exclusive content yeah, would content. it make sense for for you to do a Patreon because like yeah. I tell you right if one, the minute we start a Patreon it will get very stressful it, wouldn't it be stressful for you Kishin? the thought of it stresses me out yeah the minute this becomes a paid thing right I think yeah. it will stop being fun we, we suddenly will feel like a lot of responsibility yeah. so the only way a Patreon will work for me is that you get stupid yeah. content <laughs> That other people don't get Correct You get really dumb yeah, shit Yeah You get very dumb shit Yeah And right. then It will take the It will take the load it off, take us. off us It's like You give $50 You don't know what you're gonna get It might be As Kishin said A no. photo of our toe Yeah you, you give us $50 We'll give you $10 $5 notes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Something like that It might be The parts we cut out Where it's just me Fatih yeah, Or like the mic uh, hit the mic that, that, uh, yeah, I cannot Yeah We'll uh, just give you it's that this kind of thing uh, Yeah right. mm. But do let us know Yeah, do let yeah, us know What any, will work for you What, what will work for you <laughs> What will work for you Yeah mm. Mm. Also We are also at the point Where we are running out of topics To talk about Until Girl. we have to read From Mothership uh. Yeah That's a, that's scraping the bottom of the barrel Really bottom of the barrel already. Yeah so, so if you have any ideas If you have any ideas Just give us a shout yeah. I don't DM or get in the comments Yeah, yeah let us mm. know yeah, so um, that's the end of housekeeping, housekeeping. Housekeeping. Okay, I think that's like the end of our time, isn't it, Kishan? I think we should yeah, start wrapping up. Definitely. Yeah, and enjoy the rest of our wine. Oh, oh my god. Our goodness. Valentine's Day wine. Because Valentine's like um, during the edit, someone actually came in to deliver a special Valentine's Day wine to me. Oh. And it came with a card. Shall I read the card? Oh, again? Uh, yeah. Can, can. Yeah. Please, please read the card. Thanks, sis. Dear Joel, mm. I love you. I'm sorry for breaking up with you. Wow. Please, will you get in touch with me? I miss the warmth of your body in bed. Wow. All right, dear listeners. Thanks for <laughs> listening to yet another episode of T42. This has been Joel signing off for the next time. And this is Kishan. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>